Okay, so here we go. Um, so we are beginning the second chapter, the second section, I should say, of uh, Tanya, which begins with chapter Yud Ches. Okay, so that's basically, we finished chapter um, Zion, which means that we finished <laughs> the discussion on the avoda tam of the Bainani, the complete avoda of the Bainani, the more holistic way, the holistic approach of Tanya, of Hasidis, and how to uh, work on oneself and how to essentially do what Hashem wants from us in this world, and how uh, not only how to do it, but um, essentially how, how, um, how we have to apply ourselves. So we talked about, we talked about five steps. Right? Okay, so let's go over. First step, right, is what? We have a choice, right? We have to choose. Second step is learning. Third step is meditating. Fourth step is feeling the emotions. And fifth step gets us to machshava diva meiser, thought, speech, and action, the levushim of the soul, which is essentially the most important part, being that the ultimate uh, point of this whole story is Meiser Hua Iker. That's really the ultimate goal. Now, what we dealt with for the last couple of chapters is what in that in that in that uh, five-step process. Step what? You're missing step four. That Good. Happens. What happens if step four is not happening? Right. That's basically what we've been talking about for two chapters now. In other words, I I did step one. I chose the right thing. I had the Bechira. I learned the Hasidis, I meditated on the Hasidis, and no matter how hard I try, it, it just ain't going. Nothing's happening. I'm not feeling the emotions, I'm not feeling the flow, I'm not feeling, well, however you want to put it. That, that was our issue, right? So how do we answer it? How do we answer it? We have 4A and 4B. 4A being the appropriate, right, the ultimate uh, avoda of the Bainani, Right, which is these full blast emotions that a person feels so emotional. Like we said, when a person is emotional, right, when a person's into it, right, so then they they ha- are charged in terms of their action, right? They're going to be invested much more in terms of what they do. There's going to be much more of a lasting change in how they approach life. But it, it isn't happening. So we said, don't worry about it, because there there is a secondary channel to get to five and that is for what we're calling 4b what's 4b 4b is the so to speak intellectual emotion right talumas slave right tfunas alave talumas right right we have the talumas of the hidden aspects of the heart right the the aspects of the brain that it's an emotion that is a brain oriented emotion, meaning that in my brain, I figure out that this is good for me. God is good for me. Because God is good for me, therefore, therefore, I am going to think, speak, do Judaism, right? So I don't have the flow of the full-fledged emotion that I'm, I'm, I'm right, I'm ready, I'm carrying on up. I don't have that. But at least I have the decision-making process in me that, you know what, Waking up, putting on tefillin, going to mikvah, right? Uh, learning Torah, all these things are what I'm going to do with my life. That was Perak Yudzayin, Yudzayin. And we brought over there that not only is it not a problem in terms of 
getting me to point five, step five, but Hashem comes along also and He's going to lift it up to the levels of where Abenini would lift up their uh, mitzvahs to all the way up to the world of Bria. So I'm like really in good shape. But then. But then. There is a problem with this whole thing. I'm skipping out the whole idea of tshuva and Russia and everything like that. We're not going to get into that. Okay. If you think about it, however, there is a secondary issue here. We dealt with one issue with our five-step process. But really, there is a secondary issue as well in the five-step process. What's that secondary issue? That's my question to you. Something inherent in the system, not just... Something inherent in the system, there's something, there's a problem with this five-step process. Well, how does step two lead to step three? Okay, well, you're on to something. Step two can lead to step three because you choose to do step three. Because, right, you learn Hasidus, right? And after you learn Hasidus, then you have step three. But you're, you're on to something. Go with that for a second. Go ahead. Keep on going with that. Think about it a little bit more. Just because you learn the material academically, good. Actually, does that mean you can kind of uh, internalize it in a personal way? Well, we're not really talking about internalizing yet. What we're talking about is really what? What's the verb I'm really looking for? Meditating. Meditating. Or focusing, right? This whole five-step program presupposes what? That you can meditate. That you can meditate. That you have the power within yourself to focus. Right? The whole five-step pro- process that we've been discussing up until now, I'm taping it anyway, so you can give, you'll be able to give it to you, Yochanan. Right? The whole five-step pro- process that we've been discussing up until now presupposes that after I learn the Hasidus, I am able to sit back and I'm able to go through it in my mind. I'm able to sit there, focus, think about it. Why? Now, why do I need that? Because that was my whole point, that that is what causes it to go from the books into internalization, which causes me to then arouse an emotion, that this is what's good for me. <coughs> Either as a full-blown you know, full emotion, like we were talking about just now, 4A, or at least the idea of 4B, which is this intellectual emotion that says, you know what, this is really what's good for me. I may not be feeling like super duper charged by it, but you know, I can, I can make that decision. But everything is based on one point. The fact that I could sit there for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, a half hour, an hour, meditating on the concepts that I just learned. Well, you hit the nail on the head. What about a person that can't do that? Right? Most of us nowadays... We find it very hard to focus, right? And either because of, I just am not capable, right? Because my brain is not capable of doing it. Or number two, I'm not used to it, right? Because I've never spent the time focusing on anything for more than 10 seconds, especially nowadays, right? Every movie that's out there, right? Like I I keep on talking about this, right? You know, you can't even go on a plane nowadays because it makes your head spin. You know, the guy next to you is watching a movie. I mean, I don't know how anyone could watch these things nowadays, you know. when <laughs> 30 years ago, they'd show you, like, they'd have one camera, and they're focusing on Isaac. 
and he'd be saying his thing, and then all of a sudden they'd have a second camera, and then they'd focus on Zechariah, and then he'd say his thing, and then all of a sudden they'd have a third camera, and they'd focus on Teva, and he'd say his thing. Nowadays, it's like half a second on Isaac, boom, 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 and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't, uh. You know, I have to like put on one of those, you know, they give you those uh, things that you put on your eyes and apply. Oh, I can't, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what's happening in this thing, but it's like, it, it, it sends you, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how anyone does it nowadays. It's like crazy. It's like, they get used to it. Exactly. <coughs> so modern day technology has gotten our brains used to the stimuli, which means that I have to be seeing something change in my environment every, you know, half a second almost, right? So it's very hard for to take that person who has been trained by TV, by movies, by whatever it is, that he needs that stimuli, or for that matter, right, nowadays even like arcade games. I don't know, they don't have arcades anymore, but you know what I mean? I mean maybe they do, but, but like, I mean, computer games, right? It's like boom, 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 boom. Everything is like, right, super, super, you know, causing my brain to like send out all these chemicals, you know, every second, you know, oh, stimulation, 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 stimulation. Then you go and you sit here and you learn Hasidus and like, you're looking at the same page. Nothing's happening. Like things are not jumping up on the page, you know, you know, like I guess, right, that's the famous story. You know the famous story. You don't know the famous story. You know the famous story? You don't know enough of it to know from the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid. You know the famous story? About the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid. There's a lot of famous stories. The famous story of the Baal the Magid, the Magid, right? That he, that um, the Magid uh, really was not that interested in going to visit the Baal Shem Tov, right? But his Rebbe, who was the Magid's Rebbe? Who was his teacher? Pnei Yeshua, right? That was his teacher, right? So the Baal Shem Tov told the Pnei Yeshua that he wanted the Magid should go to visit him, right? That he had a problem with his legs. Magid had a problem with his legs, right? And that the Baal Shem Tov wanted him to go visit with the whole story with the butcher and with the... Oh, we're not going to get into it. But the point is, is that he winds up going for a Shabbos. He goes to listen to the Baal Shem Tov. And the whole Shabbos, the Baal Shem Tov is talking about whatever, you know, like, uh, and, and, the Baal, and the Magid is like super duper not impressed. Right, the Magid was a you know a big tzaddik, a big Talmud Chacham, and you know he didn't even want to. He felt it was a bit tire to go to travel like so far, or whatever. You know, it's like what what is he doing? And then when he went there, it was he was very uh, very unimpressed uh, by what he saw. And as a matter of fact, right after Shabbos, he left. The Baal Shem Tov sent his Shamish to go call him back. Called him back. He's being, came into the Baal Shem Tov's room, and Baal Shem Tov tells him, some opinions say it was a Zayar, some opinions say it was the Arizal. He gives him a, a, the book, and he says, uh, say the pshat of this. So he starts reading, you know, right, there's uh, that Silas here, and Bria, and that, 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 and Baal Shem Tov tells him, no, that's not pshat. What does that mean? That that's not the meaning of what's going on. So he gives him back the book and he says, read it again. Try it again. And so he says, uh, no, that's not pshat. Again. Uh, what? I, that, that, like, that's what it says. Now try it again. Try it again. So again, third time, he goes and he's reading it. Huh? And he's explaining it. And, and he's like, you know. So uh, he's, 
That's not Pshat. So the Maggid finally gets, okay, you tell me Pshat. So all of a sudden, the Baal Shem Tov starts reading and says, and the Malachim of Bria, and all of a sudden the world, like the wall opened up, and he saw the Malachim, and then they, they, this was coming out, and then the world of Bitsir, and the world of Bria, and, that, and the whole world, like, became. He said, that's Pshat. And that was, that was how the Maggid became a student of the Baal Shem Tov. Well, they saw the whole thing happen. He saw it, yeah. <laughs> he saw the Malachim, he saw the, the you know. <laughs> So, so, so the point being what? So, so, unfortunately for most of us, that's not pshat. For you know, as for most of us, pshat is we're looking at the words on the book, right? And then what? What we're saying in our five-step process is we have to then take these words from the book, and we have to spend time, spend time contemplating, spend time thinking about them, right? So, it's not shayach for everyone, right? So that is our issue here, because the Pasuk says that it's kar of ma'id. If it's kar of ma'id, right, that means it's kar of ma'id to who? It doesn't just mean to Moshe Rabbeinu, right? We already established that, right? It's kar of ma'id to me and to you and to you and to you and to you and and each one of us, right? So if that's the case... Right? So we have to deal with that issue. And that's really the whole discussion in the second section of Tanya, which we're going to call the shorter, long way, basically, of the Tanya, of the longer, shorter way. Right? There's two basic ideas. Right? There's the longer, shorter way, which we talked about right, all the way back in the title page. And that's the whole uh, direction of Chabad Hasidus. And then within the longer, shorter way, there's also a longer way and a shorter way. The longer way is up until chapter 17, and the shorter way starts here, chapter 18 through 25, because we have to deal with that issue. Good? Clear? Okay, let's go. L'taysef is beer, beer hetev, milas ma'id. Shevapasu kikara v'lecha davar ma'id. Okay, so Isaac, what does that mean? Explanation. Um, I don't have to explain more, right? More, a better explanation. Better explanation on the word Right? So we have to explain this word ma'id. Right? Ma'id means ma'id. It means really. Right? So, you know, when we, when we look at the Pasuk, it's not so ma'id. Okay, you want to say it's karav. Okay, fine. But ma'id, it means it's like, mam is simple. Everyone could do it. Tzarech leida ne'mana ki af mi shedaiso kitzara b'yidiyas Hashem. Right? Now, what are we saying here, Teva? What's the key word in that? Daito Kitsara. Right, two key words. Daiso Kitsara. Now, why does he bring the word Das here? He doesn't bring Chachma, he doesn't bring Bina, he brings Das. No? Zachariah, why does he bring Das? Why should Daiso Kitsara? Das is internalization. Das is internalization. Das is the idea of focus. Right? So this person, his Das is 
very katsar. What's katsar? Short, right? Short, something small, something little, right? He doesn't have the capability, right? What was our whole system predicated upon? Our whole system was predicated on what, Zechariah? Five steps. And which one in particular? Three. I think three. Right? That was the bridge. Right? In other words, our goal in the five-step process is obviously step five. Right? That's, that's the obvious goal. Right? That's our goal. Right? And what we said is that we need, in order to have we need emotions. Then we qualified that and we said it doesn't have to be full-bledged emotions. It could be, it could be intellectual emotions, right? Uh, but but, but we need some gasoline here. How is the gasoline generated? Step three, right? That's the difference between a philosopher who has all his books on the shelves that could tell you all the things about all the different uh, places and this and that and that. And a chassid. A chassid is someone that learned through all the books or learned through some of the books or learned through at least one of the books. But more important than that is what? Is that he internalized it. He internalized what it says in the book. The only way that we said before to internalize what is being said in the book is through meditation, is through thinking about it, it's through contemplation. So that really is the key to the whole story. Right? That's why it says in Zoyer, Das is the key to the six. What does it mean, Das is the key to the six? What does that mean? What does that mean? Das cannot end up to it's, it's the driving force to the emotions. It's the driving force. Haraya, if you take away your Das from something, you could take away the emotions also from that thing. If you inject it, you put, you, you put into the emotions, right? The power, the energy, the strength. So we have an issue here. Our whole setup that we talked about for the last 17 chapters, really leading up to, right, culminating with this idea, is a five-step process. And this person does not have the capability of step three. So really what the Pasuk should say is that it's karav ma'oid, right, for such and such individuals. But for everyone else, you know, jump in the lake, right? In other words, you know, what, what does that mean? So that's our problem here. Right? What's 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 the interesting uh, words here? Oh, that's what I was thinking. Also, what do you think about that? I think it's going back to what we said before. That what? That his heart doesn't even have four B. Is that what it is? Or that he doesn't even have the capability to... to, 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 to right, to generate that 4B. Because why? Because he doesn't, have the, he doesn't have the idea of the Havana even. Now, he, he brought before the Das. He doesn't have the focus. And maybe he doesn't even have the Havana. He can't even understand it. So we're going even a step further here. So he can't do step two. So he's reading step two... Right? So he's learning it, but he doesn't really understand what's flying. Right? So he doesn't have the das to focus on it. He doesn't have the Havana to really get 
what it's talking about, this guy has a major problems here for our, for our five-step process, right? We just knocked out probably, you know, what, 75% of the Jewish people to 95% of the Jewish people. I mean, like, who, who really has the Havana and the idea, right, nowadays? It seems like such a person could train themselves to get to that level. Oh, but okay. That, wait, wait, wait. That's a good point. Let's stop. Let's stop. Hold on. That's a good point. So maybe we could say that that person could train himself, like we talked about the other night, right? When we're talking about right, meditation and, and, and focusing and how to develop one's focus and how to train oneself. So, enachinami. So, does that mean it's karav ma'id, you know, in, in six months from now? But for the next six months, uh, just try it. Maybe you should, like, we should sit with our hands tied in bed, you know, so that we don't get into trouble, right? So, you're right. So it could be that we're talking about a person who is not trained. It could be that we're talking about a person that is not capable, right? And maybe we're talking about a person who, you know, Mir Hashem, he will be capable. But for the next six months, he's certainly not there. However you look at it, we still have, we still have an issue. Because I don't think that the Torah is saying it's Kar of Ma'id after 10 years of training. Right. Even if you don't have this, you can still... Have the ultimate. What? <laughs> Even if you don't have a label having Aryan sake, right? You could still come to the same result. Well, it has to be because it says yeah. Kikar of Ma'od. So yeah. that's our problem here because it's not Kar of Ma'od to me. I'll tell you that much. And I don't know how Kar of Ma'od it is to any of you either. In other words, it, it was very nice when we finished chapter Yudzayan and we, we blamed it all on, you know. Yeah, the fact that I'm a Russia and I have to do tshuva and everything like that. But okay, let's say the person does tshuva. So now all of a sudden he's this uh, focusing genius. Uh, Lav Davka. Right? Yeah, Zechariah? Doesn't it say in Kikaris tshuva that when the Pasuk says Kikari Blacha it's talking about tshuva? Well, that's what we talked about yesterday. That was the idea of the Ramban, right? That he brings that, you know, what is the Dover? That it's Tshuva, right? That's the idea. Yeah. But again, that's, that's not the Pashapshat of, of Tanya. Pashapshat of Tanya is that Yiddishkeit is Karabmoid, right? Oh. So, so he's saying, mm-hmm. So there we, we qualify, we hit chapter 16 and 17 with that. Yeah, everyone see it? Right? That he doesn't have the capability to give birth even to, right? Even to Bamaycha Batfuna, so, right? Even to the Maya, right? The hidden resources, recesses of the heart, the brain, the whatever, right? So we have a problem here. Nevertheless, it says, Nevertheless, it's karav, alav, hadavar ma'oid. What's karav? Lishmar velasos. Why does he have to say lishmar velasos? Negative and positive. Negative and positive. Kol mitzvah keneged kulam. Right? So here we're talking about when we say Lishma Velasos Kol Mitzvah Satira. Right? Vitamatara Kanegulam Bafiv Ubilavavo Mamish. So you see the the doing, right? Miser, speech, and 
in the heart. Right? We went that from lowest to highest. Everyone see it in the words? Yeah, you see it? Instead of machshava dibur ma'isa, here we're saying ma'isa dibur machshava. But how is it getting into his heart? How is it working? That's a, that's that's our question. In other words, we're saying here that the pasuk is telling me that this works, and I'm telling you that it doesn't work. It doesn't work with me, right? That's what we're saying. So I don't understand what he's talking about. Levavo here means what? Oh, my mind. In the in machshava, right? Because we said last is befib levavo, right? We're talking about that order, mamish. Then he says, Ma'umka deliba. And then he says a very weird phrase, Be'emisla miso. Where did he see that words before? Turn to, turn to chapter 13. The end of chapter 13. What's Ma'umka Daliba? The depth of the heart. So whatever that means. So what does that mean? Ba'umka Daliba means what? And then he says, Ba'emisla Miso. So we have we have big problems here. So Ma'umka Daliba implies what? What is he what is he what is he uh, excluding seemingly with this? What is he excluding with this? Uh, is that what it means? Mahumka Daliba looks sounds like what we're talking about before Tfunas Libo. Is that what it sounds like or the, or not? Yeah. You say yes, why? Depths of the heart. I would say it's that it's talking about the innate love that you have for yourself. Oh wait, 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 wait. Don't talk about innate or not innate. We're talking about we're talking about a real emotion here or not a real emotion. When you say umka delibo, do you think that means a real emotion or a fake emotion? A real emotion. That's what I would say also. The depths of the heart is something that's real. Right? That's a, that's a real thing. Right? And then he says, M is la miso. So what does that seem to be telling me? Sincerity. It means it's a real deal. Right? I would say it's coming to... Coming to... Support chapter 16 and 17 or the opposite of chapter 16 and 17? Say opposite. Why? Yeah, we were talking about someone not being able to have any real emotion in their mind. Excellent. Excellent. You got that? Very, very good. Right? In chapter 16 and 17, we just got through explaining that you could have a person, right? Namely, probably more than 70% of the Jewish people, maybe you could say, right? That can never actually generate a real emotion, like a bainani. All they have is a machshava toiva, like with the words that we used over there in, in chapter 16. They have a good thought. In other words, it makes sense to me to do it this way. That's a machshava toiva. That's not, a, that's not a, a, an emotion, but umka deliba. It's the opposite. And now all of a sudden we're saying that no, every single person, even if he doesn't have the das, and he doesn't have even in his lave lahavin gedulas einzah baruchu, right? Lahayli to give birth. What? To what? To an emotion meumka deliba, and then he says beem islamiso. That's a crazy thought. It's totally the opposite of what we've just been saying for the last 
you know, month, basically. Everything that we've said for the last month, he just like sort of like threw out the window with this line, almost, right? And now go go to page your test. You see the end of chapter thirteen. He uses the words emes lemiso elsewhere in Tanya. Where does he use the word emes lemiso? Take a look from the from the colon. You see where it says here. This midah of Ava that we talk about in the Bainin, that when the Nefesh Lokis wins out, What does that mean? What did, what did we just say? New Isaac, you with us? Yeah. What is he saying here? See, this is like the love of Tzadik at that point. No, what are you saying about the level, this Ava that it mainly generated? Real. What? Real. It's not real. He says, this level of Ava that the Bainini generated, even at the times of Tefillah, where what there's that he's gavrus of the Nefesh Lokis. The Nefesh Lokis is totally winning out. Unbelievable. The, it's on, he's on fire, this guy. Right, Mr. Bainini, Rabbi Bainini, probably, right? He's on fire. However, the Gabi Madregas Sadikim, in comparison to the Madrega of the of the of a tzaddik, who is Oivda Hashem and Lamiso. That's where we use the phrase Emes Lamiso. As compared to a tzaddik that is serving the Abishter in a way of Emes Lamiso, ain't bechinas kavazuni krabishem avoidas Emes Klal. This, this whole avoida. We're talking about the full-blown emotion of a Bainini at the times of davening, right? That Rabbah said about himself, Halavai am a Bainini. Right? He said about himself, not Halavai, he's a Bainini. That's mixing two phrases from Tanya, right? But the Rabbah said about himself that he's a Bainini. And in chapter 13, that's what we come to explain. That in the times of davening, that the Ava wins out so much by a Bainini that he feels it completely in his emotions. But compared to a tzaddik, tzaddik is emes lemiso. That's emes lemiso. That's the real truth. By a bainini, you can't say that that's an ava at all. Right? He says that's only svas emes. It's not the real thing. It's not the real deal. Yes, for the Bainini, goes on to explain in chapter Gimel that it's the real deal for him. But if you are looking at it from an objective point of view, it's not Emes Lemiso. That's his whole point over there. So along comes chapter 18, and what do we say? No, every single person. So we're filled with contradictions going on over here. You understand the contradiction? You see what I'm saying? So we just totally smashed everything that we've been saying basically for the past five chapters well we didn't smash it but we said we have big problems here right this is this is this is like totally the opposite direction from where we've been heading yeah what do you say could you be saying that you feel it holy but maybe that still this is not the no it's emes lemiso emes lemiso that's what he says but emes lemiso so mamish the real deal a real deal, not just b'dechilu virichimu, and he has it in two, two, both emotions, not just an ava, but a year or two. That's an unbelievable thought. How could this be? This is completely the opposite of everything that we've been saying for the past uh, for the past uh, four or five chapters. Everything's completely the opposite.
Because now we're approaching the sentence and we're saying, wait a minute, let's look at the sentence again. And I'm saying it's not ma'id. It's not ma'id. Based on everything we just talked about for the past four chapters. So we qualified it. We qualified it. It's not really this. It's really not for A. It's for B. <laughs> right? And it's for B, but the Abishter lifts it up. And, uh, but uh, is that really ma'id? It's not ma'id. So he says, no, but the Pasuk says ma'id. The Pasuk says ma'id, it means ma'id. And it means emislam miso. Right? Like he says in chapter Yud Gimel, emislam miso like a tzaddik emislam miso. So this is, our, this is our issue that we have to now figure out. Right? And this is, this is what we're going to deal with. Shehiya ava misuteris shebelev klolos yisrael. Right? So this is the ava misuteris, the hidden love which is found in every single Jew, right? Shehi Yerushalanu Ma'avoseinu, right? That this is a Yerusha Ma'avoseinu. Why does he have to bring here that it's a Yerusha Ma'avoseinu? What's the Chiddush of a Yerusha? What's the Chiddush of a Yerusha? You could say it in two ways. What's the Chiddush of a Yerusha? Number one. Okay, number two. <laughs> it's for all of us. Very good. A Yerusha is not dependent upon the person. It has nothing to do with his Mylas Archisrainus. Right? An inheritance has nothing to do with the quality or the qual- of the person. Is he a Benani? Is he a Tzaddik? Is he a Russia? Is he this? Is he that? It has to do with only one point. What's the one point? No, that his father is his father. That's the point. That's the point of Yerusha. In our case, yeah, it works out that he's a Jew, right? But Yerusha, Mitzad, the, the Taich of Yerusha, Taich of Yerusha means that this is my father, right? And when you have a son, uh, you don't care who he is, what he is, whatever. Uh, he is the person you are Yerush to. That's who you're going to bequeath your things to. Because why? Because he is your son. So the point that he's bringing here is that that we're going back to the drawing board here and we're saying, wait a minute, uh, there has to be a deeper or a different, I don't know if it's deeper, but a different explanation to our Pasuk, right? We have, because we have a big problem with this Pasuk. Our problem with the Pasuk is that I can't have step three. And if I can't have step three, then it really throws out a lot of the things that we've been talking about in the past two chapters, right? Namely, you can't have 4A and you can't even have 4B if you don't have step three. You following? Yeah? So you could say, well, learn how to do step three. Okay, that's a possibility, but what do I do until I learn? And maybe I can't learn. Maybe I'm not qualified to learn, right? However you're going to look at it, he's saying, Karav Ma'ayit, even to this person. And this is because you have to, we have to look at it from a completely different point of view than what we've been going from until now. Now, having said completely point, different point of view, we have mentioned Avimus, the phrase Avimus Teres about three or four times in the past uh, five chapters. Right? So it's not like we haven't mentioned it, but we sort of have steered away from it. Most uh, significantly, we discussed it when we were in our uh, discussion. We were discussing it at the end of chapter 15, right? We discussed it in chapter 14 in the beginning, chapter 15, right? But in particular, at the end of chapter 15, where we were just 
describing the two real drachim over there, the avoda tama de benini, and then the, the second level of avoda. And what we said over there, if you remember, was what? What were the two points? That you could have an emotion that is... Guys didn't drink enough coffee today. You're just not doing enough chazara, one or the other. I'll have to say that it's probably the coffee, because I know you're doing enough chazara, right? So what is it that possibly number uh, the main avodah tam the bainini is an intellectually generated emotion? That's step two to step three to step four, right? But then we said also at the end of chapter fifteen, we said, however, even the idea that they have an ava misuteris, which is this hidden love that is inside of a person that he could tap into without having to generate the emotion intellectually. And that's what we're going to begin to discuss now. Kapish? Good? All right. Let's stop here for today. Okay?